0: That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Do We Know Them? I'm Lily Marston here with Jesse Smiles, and this is episode 117. That's a number. It is, it is. It's almost a 120, which will feel like another big milestone, but until then, we don't really have much to add. But um, hello, how are you?
2: I am doing all right. Everybody in my fucking house is sick, and that's usually fine when it's just my kids, but when my husband's sick, it's bad because he's my other half that helps me with everything. So <laughs> I was gonna say because then there's no one to watch the kids who are sick because he's also yeah, sick. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're a parent, you still watch them and you just hate your life. So that's the only difference because the yes, kids don't yeah. give a fuck. Even if they're sick, they're just like unapologetic about their needs, which you know what? Love that for them. But yeah, things are uh, a lot. So if you hear my kids screaming, which you hear them screaming every episode, but if you hear them screaming, especially this episode, just, you know, mind your business anyway so you're not drinking you have a coffee no, I'm not drinking cheers to that cheers sober girlies with their waters or whatever tonics or san pellegrinos what do people drink what kind of liquids are y'all munching on you're asking the wrong person
1: <laughs> but yeah sorry also if you're like Lily why are you wearing your headphones I thought you weren't gonna wear those anymore well my audio decides to randomly have like this weird buzzing frequency mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if I'm not listening to it then I can't hear that that's a thing until afterwards so guess how I got rid of it um to make it work again uh did you hit it (laughs) close I had unplugged and replugged everything and I was like what the fuck? Like, what's wrong with it then? It's something called a cloud lifter, which I honestly don't even really know what it does. But it's definitely that. And then I'm like plugging and replugging everything, still hearing like not a subtle buzzing. Like it was extremely loud. Yeah. So then I like didn't know what to do and I didn't even do it intentionally. It was like out of frustration. Somehow I shook it a little bit. Then it kind of went away. Then I shook it like a fucking maraca, and there we go. It was
2: all better. It's so interesting because we quite literally have the same equipment. We bought it at the same time. We have the same microphone, the same cloud lifter, the same interface. Like, my daughter's just yelling. So you can just talk now because she literally won't stop.
1: I mean, it's 100% the cloud lifter. Like, I'm positive that's what it is, but there's no buttons on it. But, mine, but there's mine nothing doesn't do you can that. do to, I don't know. And I thought like, maybe it's cause like my phone, you know, when you get that like weird buzz if your phone's nearby or like there's weird frequencies. No, phone left the room, internet off, nothing changed, um, but shaking it, that helped. So we're all good now, I guess. But that's why I have my headphones back on, just to make sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what that thing does either. But
2: I do like our sound now more than, like, if you hear our first few episodes. Lily
1: sounds like she's in a cave somewhere. And I don't even know what mine sounds like. It was just <laughs> it so It kind bad. of was, if you think about my last apartment. <laughs> but, um, no, it's, it's like a preamp. So it basically just makes it louder and, like, has more battery power behind it. So you don't have to turn the noise up as much. So then you don't get as much of that, like, background judging. Oh, me pretending that I understand what you're saying.
2: Uh, yeah, period. I don't know. Anyway, but that's why I've headphones on, so. Your headphone era will never be over. It is what it is, Lily. It might come and go, but it will always <laughs> it will always be, <laughs> be old faithful. Today we have a few topics. One of the topics is one, actually two of them, are topics that you guys have been wanting us to cover for I feel like a little bit now. Like they've been around for like a week or two.
1: For sure, I've been passing them a lot, but it's been like in the middle of other stuff that we're trying to cover and I'm like, I don't have time to look at that right now. And then it keeps going. And that's Austin
2: McBroom. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Everyone's just like, enough! <laughs> I saw a, a decent amount of comments. They're like, okay, we're over it. But then a lot were like, Lily, we appreciate your deep dive. And I was like, thank you.
2: Listen, they can appreciate your deep dive and be over Austin McGroom at the same time. That's the camp I'm in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I even was scrolling past stuff today while I was looking for topics. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing at this point? Yeah, it's gotten to the point it's where it's so not even weird and like, I, I can't even, yeah, I was gonna say, I can't even entertain it at all. So don't worry, we're not talking about him. We are going to be talking about um, mugs and tote bags. Mm-hmm. And Miley Cyrus. (laughs) just all of our favorite things.
2: It's so crazy because when I saw a $125 mug plastered everywhere all around TikTok, I'm like, what the fuck could they possibly be talking about? Is this like a YSL
1: mug that someone like shoved up their ass or something? Like, why are, what happened with this mug? I'm glad you, I see on your Google Doc you put the price conversion. I guess it's, for us, it would be an $81 mug. What's
2: crazy is that I, when I saw all of this, realized that I know the girl who makes these mugs. I mean, I don't know her. I didn't go to school with her or anything, but do we know them? <laughs> like, Absolutely what? not. Have you ever been to Australia? <laughs> no, and after i've seen the absolute mammoths of spiders that reside
1: there uh australia oh, can go yeah. to hell the wildlife there is pretty insane
2: no honestly um it's so beautiful there but no i'm um, just zero interest now anyway so i have seen her because she went viral for a slip casting so do you know what slip casting is in the pottery world's Me pretending I know. I just learned like five minutes ago. I was going to say, absolutely not. Do you? (laughs) I don't, but she went viral because she received a bunch of these slip casting molds. And what slip casting is, is they, instead of like, you know how pottery, you like make the fucking thing on the wheel and it's this whole thing and it's so complicated. Yeah. Okay. Slip casting is just pouring this ceramic shit liquid, I don't fucking know, into a mold and then that actually makes the thing and then all you have to do is like kind of like carve it out, make it look like really pretty and polish it type of thing and then you can paint it and glaze it and it's a thing. It's a whole object that you don't have to like do by hand. Yeah, so it's just like a pre-made ceramic? It's not pre-made, it's a pre-made mold that then gets turned into ceramic.
1: So little known fact, I actually used to take ceramics back in the day. (laughs) My mom took the classes too. There was like kid classes and like mom classes. I assume the mom ones, they just like got drunk. It was not like together, we went separately. (laughs) What we would do is you go around and pick what ceramic you want to paint. We didn't do any pottery. Like there was no molding or anything involved.
2: So it's actually not that. I have an example of this creator who is named Shelby.
1: Hi Shelby. Hi
2: Shelby, this is your tape. I'm just kidding, Um, hold on. So she is pouring this liquid into the mold. She dumps it out it becomes pretty much the object. Like you could tell from this shot right here, the handle's made, the cup itself is made, but it is definitely a little bit rough around the edges. So what she does is with different like instruments, she will fine tune it kind of thing. And then she uses like a wet
1: sponge to polish it essentially and make it smooth. And then she paints it and sells it. Interesting, yeah, no, our, our process was like you would just it would be like this so you're just painting the ceramic part and then you put like the glaze over it and then you put it in the kiln and then it gets all yeah she does glaze it herself
2: and all that stuff so i had seen her because she actually went viral for picking like she had like a ton of these molds given to her and she would pick a random one or her followers would pick one and she would put the liquid in to see what the mold even is type of thing so it was like this reveal thing that went viral and i used to see her all the time on my for you page with that but that is not why we're here today. So there was a TikToker with 1.2 million followers by the name of Soph. I think her TikTok is Sof- Sofa Dofa. And she posted this Christmas shopping haul where she showed a bunch of different things that she had recently got. And in it, she revealed a mug. And this is what she said in it.
3: This they're for yet, but like, I'll figure it out. This, I actually have no idea who I'm gonna give this to. Basically, I was at this market, the finder's ki- find keepers market. How can you use this cut? right? I think it's actually like a kid... Sippy cut, which is silly because it's ceramic, so if they drop it, it'll smash. But I didn't say that. I thought it just had one handle. I was like, oh, that's such a cute mug. Like, I'm just going to get it. Like, I was like, whatever. Like, I'll just get it. Didn't ask how much it was. She's like, yep, yeah, that's all good. You can tap. It's 100 She's like, oh no, she's like, it's all good. You can tap. Fucking look at the FBOS machine $125. Look how small this mug is. Like, it's literally tiny. That's like a proper mug size. I was like, she like fully wrapped it and put it in a bag, and like, I was about to tap. So I was like, there's no way I can be like, no. I could have, but I would have felt really bad. So I just got it, but now I'm like, fuck, do I give this to? I'm not going to give this to actually one of my cousins that's small because they'll just break it. It's so breakable. It's like hand-seramed.
1: hand-seramed Seramed a word. You know? so no. I floor,
3: we'll figure it out.
2: Okay, in your opinion, did you find that to be mean?
1: Or offensive? No. Okay. No. It it seemed like more of a, I'm stupid, I didn't look at the price. Not like a, how dare she charge this much? It was just like, oh, fuck. Like... I'm dumb for not paying attention. Definitely. And I feel like I've probably said something
2: similar to this on the internet where it's like, that's kind of a relatable thing when you don't look at the price and you're buying something you assume is like definitely not gonna be $85, which is what that translates to, which people were looking up. That's like how much apparently like an Hermes mug is, you know, that brand that does all those Birkins, like their mugs are $85. So it's just, it's a lot of money for not only a mug, it is a lot of money for a very small mug. Okay, it is small.
1: I don't really know what the running price for mugs are because I'm not buying a lot of mugs besides ones at like Target. Girl, I got like a four pack for like 15 bucks or something like that. And I mean,
2: granted, that's probably like large corporations that are pumping these out, I understand that.
1: I was gonna say, obviously this is a like handmade, hand painted individual, like it's more of like you're buying a little piece of art as well, kind of situation. So actually I did not start off
2: by watching that video. I started off by watching Shelby's response to this video. So note that Soph did not say her name. to Shelby's response. When I saw Shelby's response, I was kind of on her side. I was like, dude, what did this girl say? Because that's fucked up to come for a small business when you have a platform and all this shit. And then I went to SoS video and I was like, wait a second, she never said any names. She never even gave an an opening of like what the brand could be, who the person was. Is it like a super identifiable style? So I don't know. Maybe
1: if you were really into mugs. I mean, I guess
2: if you're (laughs) super into mugs, she does have a very specific, like kind of like whimsical, like a, Plants and I don't know type of vibe, but I feel like a lot of people do. So I have no idea. I'm not saying she, her art isn't original. I just don't know. Now, what is very unique about it, obviously that is identifiable, it's is the, the two, two handles. handles. Yeah, yeah, I feel like if people knew, because again, Shelby has gone viral on her own for multiple things. So maybe people drew that conclusion on their own, and then that's why she responded. It very well could have been with the internet. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. But this was her response: seepy cot, which is silly because it's ceramic, so if I drop it, it smash. But I didn't say that, I thought it just had one handle. I was like, oh, that's such a cute mug. Like,
3: I'm
4: just gonna get it. Like, I was like, whatever, like, I'll just get it. So I just saw this video and that's my mug. That was only a short little clip of the whole minute that she talks about how I spoke to her as a business at the market.
2: I'm still confused by that because what we saw is allegedly the whole part of her talking about this and nowhere did she say like, she talked down to me or anything like that. So she mentions this multiple times and I'm like,
1: The only thing she said about her as like a business owner was that she had wrapped it up already. Yes, and she also gets into that.
4: Thank you so, so much for supporting my small business. It means so, so much. Every single time someone purchases a piece that I make, I have literally spent hours and hours finessing glazing i hand paint every single one and that's not including how much money goes towards tax how much goes towards gst how much outgoings i have all my supplies that have also increased in value it also includes my staff's wages it's also deeply upsetting to have someone not only question you as a business owner and lie about how i interacted with you but to also have you question my pricing when you too also run a small business and you know how much goes into every single little thing that small business does. The thing that's also upsetting is that you came to the finest Keepers Market and do you know what? We were all so excited. Even the market organizers were so excited that you came to the market and you were potentially gonna shout out this wonderful event that supports small, local creative businesses. When I spoke to you, I actually recognized you because you'd just been nominated for a TikTok award. And I said, hey, how awesome. Congratulations on your TikTok award. I then explained to you, like I explained to every single person that came to my stall over that weekend, that all the prices were placed on the bottom and you can pick up handle you don't have to purchase anything you can just enjoy my stall because i get it times are tough right now i don't want to put you in a financial situation wait I want is she saying ad- she had
2: that talk with every single person that approached her booth i
4: was gonna say this is a very long spiel to give to every single person
2: i'll be like girl i'm just taking thing, a game, but- please i beg that just seems like a lot and i don't
1: think anyone would feel obligated to buy it like without looking at it she was just saying she had. honestly
2: that would make me feel more obligated to buy it i would be like oh okay i mean i don't know i guess that's a sweet speech i don't want to just walk away now that's awkward so i don't know but that's a lot I
4: to have a living wage and i want to support my workers here i want to be able to continue doing this and doing it for a very long time i watched you pick things up and look at the prices you picked up a number of pieces of that strawberry collection because it's freaking cute it's so cute and then i showed you other pieces that i had
2: i'm so sorry that's why i could never and i mean i'm married but i could never date an australian because i if 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 they we're so. fighting and they're like,
1: you're so cute. I would be like, oh, come on. I would kill someone to have an accent. I just sound like right? this, so.
4: <laughs> left, because they were so popular, I barely had any of them left. And I showed you, and I even told you the price of them. After that, you handed me the mug that you're going to go. And I was like, awesome pick. And I asked you, like I asked everyone that weekend, whether you would like tissue paper or a bit more padding, because I wanted to make sure that the piece was safe wherever they were traveling to that day. And I didn't wrap it until I had an answer. And I, then I gave you the f machine to tap your card. It was literally I- your choice. And I wouldn't have wrapped it until I knew that you had you had responded that you wanted that piece. What? If you would like.
2: But she never said she didn't want the piece.
4: Yeah, she gave it to,
1: that's the whole thing. She didn't.
2: What? She said it even in those exact same words where she was like, okay, it was already wrapped in tri- in tissue paper, which makes sense if she yeah. would have said, yes, I want this, but didn't really look at the yeah, price Yeah, that didn't care. affect the And price, then she put so. it in. Then you said tap, which she just said as well. And then she's like, oh, fuck, it's already wrapped and shit. So I'm just going to get it.
1: This seemed like a very much like a personal problem. She wasn't criticizing the company or the business. Yeah.
4: You can send me an email and we can organize you returning the mug to me. And I can issue you a full refund of the money that you paid for that piece. And I can find someone else that will really, really love and appreciate that mug. In particular that mug is really special because it may look like just a sippy cup to you but it's actually falls under the dignity mug category where it has a double handle to help people that have different needs and different disabilities that require to handle mugs to handle their cup anyway thank you um for supporting my business regardless uh, and thank you to anyone that's bought one of my pieces in um it means a little to me. So. That was a lot, no? I would that, have been very
1: caught off guard if this was the response I got to what Soph posted. Okay,
2: I kind of feel the same way. Now, when I saw this girl, Shelby's, post first without seeing Sof's, I was like, oh, God, who's another fucking influencer coming for this small business? Like, why did they need to do that? Yada, yada, yada. But now that I've seen it, girl, she didn't come for you
1: at all. Again, it very much seemed like she was presenting it as like a personal problem. Like, I should have looked at the price first and I didn't. Yes. And also, I mean, she
2: said that it was cute and it is cute. And she wasn't like, look at this fucking hideous mug I was pressured into buying.
1: Like, nothing of the sort. I feel like pointing out the reason for the double handles is like, that's... Fine, but also I feel like she's doing it to make it seem like she was shitting on it for other reasons. Doing
2: something malicious. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I kind of agree with that. Only
2: because she mentioned the double handle thing so quick. She was just like, I thought it had one handle. I didn't even realize and I just like she didn't say it like what the fuck is this mug why does it have two handles. She
1: was just saying like it seemed like I should have looked at the price especially because it seems to her and I think for the average consumer they would think the same thing that it was for kids and that (laughs) even if it weren't for kids which uh, that's fine that it's not and that's I love that she's doing that for people that maybe have disabilities that need two handles. But the fact that it's delicate and ceramic and that it would break was the point she was bringing up about it being for kids because then it's like, I spent $125 on a mug for a kid. So this did
2: not go over super well. A lot of people were very critical of this response. They felt like it was being blown way out of proportion, but mostly the overwhelming sentiment was like, what the fuck, like $125 for a mug. Now, do I think a lot of those people knew that it's Australian dollars? No, I think a lot of people think it was 125 US dollars.
1: I mean. Regardless, I think that if I if someone told me to buy a mug for $80, I'd be like, mm, no, <laughs> because I mean, again, I'm not a big mug user, but at the same time, I very much understand that it's not just buying a mug from Target. It is a hand-painted, yeah. like, art piece, but if you weren't looking at it like that, then why would you, val- like, your personal value that you would assign to it wouldn't be $80? I understand that it is worth $80, and she put $80 worth of work in it into it, but that doesn't mean that it's gonna offer that value to everyone that comes across it, you know?
2: I think that I'm torn on this because I have two different sides of my brain. One is like $80 for a mug, hell no. Like I literally just get the cheapest mugs ever, I don't give a fuck. But my other thought is that art is art. If someone wants to pay that amount, then they're gonna pay that amount. If someone does not wanna pay that amount, nobody's forcing them to. Like, I think this would be a completely different story if she was like pressuring people to buy her mugs at that market and being like, I don't know, pushy in any way, shape or form it doesn't seem like she was. She was giving an uncomfortably long speech, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Not everything is made for everyone. My mom, um, for example, used to have like a bunch of um, like teacup sets that she would like collect and they weren't meant to actually even be used as like teacups when you're drinking tea. They were literally like on a little bookshelf. Like if this was a painting, I think no one would be like, that's not worth $80. It's that people are looking at it as like a functional mug and that's it. And honestly, it could be just a cute decorative piece. I also think that
2: it is kind of indicative of our society. I don't want to get too deep, but I do think like our capitalistic society is so used to getting super cheap pumped out manufactured shit and also we're used to selling ourselves short even if she didn't do the pottery part right she is no, slip even just a hand it, painting which from what i understand yeah just the hand painting or the molding of the slip casting and like polishing it and all that stuff glazing it putting it in the kiln doing the marketing for it 80 bucks is like Not a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But like when you think of probably that took her a day and a half, two days to do. That's a lot of time. Is it super laborious? No. But I can't sit here and tell someone that their time is not worth $80 a day or two days or three days or however fucking long it took her. Now, that being said, would I buy it? Hell to the fucking no. I would not buy it. And that's okay. And
1: you don't, one, collect like mugs, for example, or like teacup sets. Again, back to the, like, if it was a painting, I think no one would be talking about it in the same way. They're just looking at it as like, I wouldn't buy a mug for that much. And like, yeah, I wouldn't either. But also that's, I'm clearly not the market audience here if nobody would buy it for that price
2: she wouldn't be able to sell it for that price exactly and i know that's kind of what she meant to say she just came off like she definitely needed to refilm that i think that she just messed up in like her delivery but all that being said i don't think she's invalid in feeling like okay you don't appreciate it someone else will appreciate it do i think that she's a little bit taking it too personally yeah but it is i get it it's a small business like my mom she's gotten like two bad reviews on tiktok shop it'll be like one thing will get damaged right which is super rare for her. And then instead of contacting her and being like, hey, this is damaged, can you help me out? They just post a a review and they're like, this is fucking bad. And she will like just have a horrible day. Like she's just like, oh my God, why didn't they let me know? I would have fixed it. So being a small business owner is fucking hard. It feels really close to your heart. I get that. I just think that the delivery and the direction in which her frustration was pointed in was misguided. Like I just feel like she saw Sofa someone that was trying to like almost attack her small business. And I don't think that's what it was. I don't necessarily even think anybody was wrong in this situation.
1: And she also made this as if it was like everyone had seen Soap's video. When it's like, I feel like there's probably a large portion of people that were like, what I think that some of this could have been her kind of telling
2: on herself, being like, it was me. Cause you know, that does happen in a lot of stories we cover where it's like, nobody would have known who you were had you not made a TikTok. But I don't know that that was the case here just because she did have a presence already. She is Australian. It very well could have been that people were coming to her comments, which is the unfortunate part of the internet. But what I think would have been better is if she would have come on and maybe it would have been a little bit difficult. Cause again, it's a personal thing, but like almost made, not fun of it, but just, you know, laughed at her and just been like, Well, this it's not a sippy cup. This is what it actually is. And even if she wanted to like politely be like, if you want a refund, like you're fine, whatever. But like just a more lighthearted approach. She was very, very heavy in her response. And I think she should have just taken a step back, let go of some of that frustration before she recorded because it very much transferred through the screen. I, again, would never buy an 85 or $81 mug ever in my life. It just would never be something that I would do, but some people would. I don't think that $81 is someone scamming anyone.
1: No, honestly, again, even if she had just had the mug already pre-made and she was just painting it. I don't think that the price is like a scam issue by any means, but I also don't think Soph presented it that way at all.
2: No, she didn't. That's the thing is like, I don't think the person who makes the mug was some monster who's scamming everyone and I don't think Soph was this like entitled horrible malicious influencer who wanted to ruin a small business. None of that happened here to me.
1: I think Soph's video in no way was being like you shouldn't buy this piece of shit mug like in any capacity that was not what well, she was Well and
2: also since all of this has happened Soph has responded to Shelby's response.
4: I watched you pick things up and look at the prices. You picked up a number of pieces of that strawberry collection.
2: I am making this video because I am so
3: confused. I just went on my TikTok to see comments in my comment section saying, why would you lie to harm a small business? And I was like, whoa, what is happening? So I went to my tagged videos and I saw this video. It's like a two minute video of this girl saying that I slammed her small business and I said that her pieces weren't worth the price. Basically, I went to the Finders Keepers Market in Sydney on my birthday and I went and I bought a few things. I then did a haul and I showed in the haul this like mug that I got. This is my experience. I remember going to the finest keepers market, looking at this store and being like, this is so cute. I walk up, there was like a little like, um, like barricade thing you had to like line up because the store was really popular. So I stood in the line. I waited, I waited, I waited, I waited a while, got to the front and I just wanted to have a look at some things on my mum's life. I did not touch any items. I looked at all the items and I remember talking to a girl who had long, dark brunette hair. Maybe I'm wrong, but I swear I remember having long dark brunette hair, and I remember seeing the mug and thinking it was really cute. When I looked at the mug, I couldn't see that it had two handles, but I wouldn't have bought it, but I thought it had one handle. If like she's claiming in the video, which I don't even know if it's if, if it is if it even is her business in the video because I don't remember her looking like that. She said that I was picking up the items, playing with them, like not playing with them, but looking at them, looking at the price why would i lie about this why would i make a tiktok saying that i had no idea what the price was if i knew the price basically i see the mug i think it's really cute i thought i had one handle and i was like oh i'll get that right i didn't realize i didn't know the price until i tapped my card i saw that it said 125 dollars and i thought in my personal opinion i thought Whoa, i didn't expect it to be that much for a little mug not saying that the pri- i never said anything in the video that the price wasn't worth that that it was not deserving of that price like the piece wasn't worth that price never said anything it was a little comment about how i didn't know it was that much money until i tapped my card still bought it didn't even know it had two handles because i didn't see it like i just saw it from an angle where i obviously thought it had one handle She is now making this video saying that I was picking it up. I looked at the price on the bottom. I looked at the price of a few things. She's telling me that she talks me through the price and that she talks me through the whole strawberry collection. This did not happen. I don't know why people feel like they can make videos saying my name and just throwing absolute lies in there to get views because the video has so many views. The video has so many likes. The video has so many comments slamming me. Of course, all my haters are going to run at that and just take that. Like People just take things like take things with a grain of salt this did not happen even if it did in the video i didn't even say anything bad all i said was that i didn't know it had two handles and i was shocked because i didn't expect it to be that expensive God, bloody shoot me. Like, oh my God. I don't understand why things get blown out of proportion so much and why people think they can just throw my name into things and lie. Because it gets really exhausting when every day there is a new scandal coming up with my name in it just so people can get
2: views. You know, I love that. So mentality. I don't, you know, you know we, yeah, <laughs> I was like, we both hate the whole like, you use my
1: name to get views. I actually knew the mug girl and I never knew Soph, which is ironic. It sounds like maybe she is also getting a little too emotionally invested with being like, everyone wants to tear me down in a situation it's like girl okay take it back a notch but um i do feel
2: her uh how can i say frustration anger like this is kind of how i get when i know someone's lying i do get very similar to this and i'm just like i swear like what are you talking about exactly. she doesn't yeah. seem like someone who's like making something up she is very very adamant like this is an interesting aspect she says that the shop was so full that she had to wait a line so she didn't
1: even have time to look at pieces. And also when she says that, I'm like, which is interesting that then Shelby says that she like was giving everyone this like very long spiel about the price and about- she just does the, like, it a hundred
2: times in a row and it's like, girl, please.
1: Exactly. It's like, well, one, how would you remember how you said that to like, I doubt you said the exact same thing to everyone. And if it was busy, I doubt you would have had time to say that much to everyone. I don't know. It just seems like there's a huge miscommunication going on here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that she did, need to bring in you know all her haters and the cloud and all that stuff i i, I get annoyed with that immediately but like, it was weird enough on its own you could have just left it at that yeah agreed um however i don't think she's wrong i from seeing the original video i can't tell where she didn't say something that she's completely entitled to say as a consumer she paid the money for that it's not like you gave it to her for free and then she trashed you like she's someone who went paid and what's interesting too is that um some people were pointing out that i guess shelby's like marketing photos has the mug with two handles like it only shows really one handle so they're wondering how it was on display because it does seem to match up but yeah really the overwhelming sentiment is 125 dollars that's ridiculous that's ridiculous i don't think that's really important like i don't i know that may sound crazy but i just i can't get over the fact that like nobody's has to buy it. So who cares? Like, well, and this is it's like she business. was at a
1: farmer's market. She wasn't at Target.
2: And she didn't have multiple things. She just picked up one mug or told her, I want that one. Nobody's going to assume it's $85, which is a totally valid reason to make a video and just be like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. She
1: shouldn't have assumed that it was going to be cheap. But then also, she's not looking at it as art. She was looking at it as a mug. But if you're going to a farmer's market, maybe you should be a little more aware that the people selling there aren't like selling a bunch of generic mugs, you know? At the same time, she never trashed it and she didn't say you shouldn't buy it. She didn't even say she shouldn't buy it for what it w- was. She just assumed it was gonna be cheap and it wasn't. Yeah, I think that
2: as far as Shelby goes, the owner, the woman who makes the mugs, if she did lie and she never did serve Soph and is just like doing this weird thing, I think that is strange. I don't know why she would
1: want to do something like that. Not to play into the, oh my haters and like you're doing this clout, pro- but I mean, this kind of, like, I mean, we're, we're talking, talking about, about it right it. now. Yeah, so, like, there's a reason that people do want to make this a bigger conversation. However, she did delete that entire video. So
2: I feel like when people want to do something for Cloud, they don't usually go deleting their stuff that's getting a bunch of attention. We do with a
1: lot of deleted TikToks. We do. You know? And people then would be going to her page to search for it more. I don't think this was, like, necessarily a marketing ploy. I think she was personally just misunderstanding it. Because she was putting too much of her own emotion into the situation. She just posted a TikTok about all these molds that she found. And people were like, so in total, how much did you
2: just make? I don't think people are going to let this go. Yeah, no, I think everyone needs to just drop it. I think so too. And also just, you know, keep your money in your wallet and say fuck it. Because this is not for you and it's not for me. And it's probably not for Lily, but it's for someone. And so who cares? All
1: in all, I can't believe we're talking about a mug. That's kind of nutty. And I think we wouldn't be if it was not a mug. Like I'm looking at, Jessie has her page pulled up and I'm seeing like, she has like little figurines does, like little yeah. mushrooms and like little like bears. And stuff. If any of those I think cost that much, no one would be talking about this right now. It's that it was a mug. I don't know because everything is made out of clay and is
2: clay expensive? I don't even know. I don't even know the fucking ins and outs of this.
1: I don't know. But it's, I think just people would be viewing it more as art and looking at that value, not the fact that. I wouldn't spend that much on a mug. Well, yeah, most people wouldn't, but you're not buying it for the use of it necessarily just as a mug. You know what this reminds me of?
2: We never talked about this, but there was a woman. I'm sure she's still on TikTok, but she makes mop paintings. Have you ever seen her? Mop? Girl, she gets a bucket and a mop. She dips the mop in paint (laughs) and literally just like, slams it on the canvas and just does a little twirly whirlies, sells it for thousands of dollars.
1: I started to say that I had just come across this TikTok the other day of a girl that said that she <laughs> made, I think $500 selling her first painting on Facebook marketplace. And it, her whole like point of posting it was like, don't sell yourself short. There are people that will find value in things that you might not see value in. And she basically says that she had done this painting in like 20 minutes and that it was on this like huge canvas. like this was was her first piece that she would ever sold like she was an artist but she wasn't like an accomplished artist that had a bunch of sales in her back pocket and just for the hell of it she put it on Facebook marketplace and someone bought it for $500 and she like went and delivered it to them and the people were like oh yes this is lovely."
5: let me show you the painting that I sold for $500 on marketplace that took me 20 minutes to paint on my living room floor. And I thought this painting was ugly, but this is a lesson on being fucking delusional. Get ready. This is it. I posted this on Facebook Marketplace and I sold it for $500. I, this, I mean materials, this is six feet tall. Um, so the materials were a little bit expensive, maybe like $200, $175. But <laughs> I posted on Facebook Marketplace, I wrote original, um, what did I write? Original painting, not a print, uh, designed by a local artists. And then the girl who messaged me, she's like, Oh, who made it? I was like, Oh, um, was local artists from my hometown. I'm an artist. I'm from my hometown. <laughs> and she was like, I'll give you four fifty for it. And I was like, sure. Um, but I'll do 500 if you want it delivered." And she's like, okay. And I was like, these people are going to, they're going to rip me off. Like who's going to pay $500 for this? I drove up to their house, beautiful home, beautiful home. Her dad came out, she came out. They took it out of the car. They were looking at it. They were like, oh, wow, wow, and she paid me, and this took me like 20 minutes, and now I have a sold artist.
2: I'm telling you, is that a scam? I don't think so. No. It's a clear exchange of someone's art for money and someone's time and energy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I am going to show you really quick this mop painting.
1: Okay, so there's this lady (laughs) with her bucket and her mop. Like if I saw these, would I be like, she made that with a mop? No, but I would be like, I probably wouldn't spend the money on that because I don't have money to spend on art, but people view art in a lot of different ways. And not to discredit the, the person painting it, I just am like, I don't see the value, but like, I'm not the one buying it. I think that art
2: is a luxury. I don't think that it is something that everyone should have access to just because it's not a necessity in life. You don't need art. And also if you wanted like art that was more affordable, there's digital prints, there's way cheaper versions of things everywhere.
1: There are people that appreciate art and there's people playing different values on different things. And I think as an artist, you need to be very aware of that. Then in this situation, she wasn't even shitting on it. Anyway, we have gone on about this damn mug so fucking long. But before we go any further, we do have a word from our sponsor, Scentbird.
2: Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service that lets you choose a new designer fragrance every single month for just
1: $17. And it's fun because you don't have to pick like one cent to commit to, which like honestly perfume gets pretty expensive. This just $17 and you could switch it up every month. So you get to try a bunch of new ones and then maybe either find your signature Signature scent, or you just get a nice rotation going. And they come in these handy little
2: vials that are super convenient to just like pop in your handbag or whatever. And they lock too, so they're not gonna spray all over your bag, which is my favorite part. But they're magnetic and super easy to open. And not to mention the amount that you get is an amazing amount.
1: But it's also still like a little enough amount that you could bring in your travel bag. So like going through security for airplanes and stuff, super convenient because I know that's a problem that I've had with bringing like an entire perfume bottle. So this month I got Roja Elixir
2: Initio Musk Therapy. Which is definitely very musky, which I usually like musk. This is a pretty strong musk I feel like this could be a unisex one
1: and then Sana Hardin incense water oh how about you um i got sexual noir by michael germain then i got life boost happiness by Edeniste and milk by commodity and honestly they all smell good but yeah if you've been curious about new fragrances both designer even indie brands they have
2: so much to choose from you guys can use our code 55 dwkt to get 55 off of your first month with semperd
1: that's right just use our code 55 dwkt or you can just scan the qr code on screen right now and once again thank you so much to semperd for being an amazing sponsor of this podcast we need to go
2: into something else that people are up in arms about because they say it's overpriced
1: and this i feel like is a little different it is different
2: actually our next topic is the emily mariko tote bag okay so emily mariko is the salmon bowl rice lady you know her salmon 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 Salmon. what did i say the l is silent (laughs) well Not in Miami. So she makes those bowls that went super viral. Every single person was making those damn bowls. And I never even had the tiniest urge to make it. I don't like salmon. Yeah, no, same. But what some people have noted about Emily Mariko, and I have to completely agree, and I've noticed it over time. I've never followed her or anything, but every time I've seen her on my For You page, she's an interesting character because her entire main page is her not speaking. She does not speak usually. She's just quietly making food and she usually will not put a caption or answer any comments on her page it's very mysterious it's mysterious but some people are also saying it's just her not giving a fuck to interact with her audience or like do anything it's like this weird because full disclosure she's rich and she comes from money and she can afford these like farmers market super fresh greens and like all this like very aesthetically pleasing food she just like kind of subtly, I wouldn't say flaunts it, but exhibits that lifestyle without speaking about it, without acknowledging it. And then she just doesn't interact with her audience at all
1: i don't think it comes from a place of like i don't need to speak to them like the the little bit i think it's more it's a branding choice and i think it's like she sells kind of a lifestyle not is the branding choice i'm the queen you're the
2: peasants like i can't talk to you little people like what is the what is the brand
1: no i think it's just kind of like a a lack of branding she's not trying to sell herself necessarily she inadvertently has made this brand around her Self, but like you don't know anything about her. Well,
2: like I said, she usually doesn't speak in her videos but the other day she did speak because she had a very, very important announcement.
1: Hi, so tomorrow my farmer's market totes will be available at 12 p.m. PST on my site, Emily Mariko. So tomorrow, January 29th, you'll be able to go to the link in my bio and click in to shop. And I'm so excited and I hope you guys love them. I think she, did she post the unboxing of it first? This one? Uh, That one with it on the bed. Oh, okay. So she started teasing it
2: with silent videos before that talking video with just the date in her caption, very mysterious again. And it's
1: just her showing the tote bag. Even listening to this and seeing a different one where she has it on the bed where there's no, there's nothing in it. She just takes it out of the box. It's like very asmr Not only that, What kind of a tote bag has a fucking, like, (laughs) box? What is this,
2: Hermes? I think the main issue that people had with this is that she made something, a tote bag, okay? The ones you get at freaking Publix or Trader Joe's or at literally anywhere. Yeah, it was like Trader Joe's is what everyone has really compared it to. She made that into something that somehow is now inaccessible to like everyone because the price of this tote bag, and we are talking American dollars, okay? This is not no Australian dollars here. And this is also the only item she sells on her website. So the price of these tote bags are $120. They are available in... Two colors, and they're not particularly stunning. Eucalyptus and strawberry milk. (laughs) They're not even like insulated or any sort of useful kind of characteristic. No, it's just a very standard
1: run-of-the-mill tote bag. It's just a tote bag.
2: It is literally just a tote bag, and people have lost their fucking mind. Understandably so, because this is very... Emily Mariko coded. And this is what I was talking about when I'm like, she inadvertently flaunts her status because again, she comes from money. She is a very, very rich person. What she does is do things like make a fucking bag that you go and get groceries in but makes it super luxury. And like, that is very much her brand. She knows that because her lifestyle of going to the farmer's market every week and storing her perfectly grown greens and all that shit, that is an unattainable lifestyle for most people, which is fine, girl, do
1: your thing. But also I think the whole thing is, is that she has attracted an audience of people that either that's like aspirational to them, I guess, is like they wanna be able to do that as well or that they already do. But has
2: she? Because people were not, receiving this well at all. Like people were fucking pissed. Oh, you know what? She sold out. Let me take that back real quick. She fucking
1: sold out of both. She did, but also whenever it says sold out, you have to ask yourself like how many I know. Available. Does she
2: only sell three? Exactly. Um, no, I don't know. She probably sold a very decent amount, but 120 doll hairs is insane. Now we have to get into, I'm sure, Cause let me look at the listing, but I'm sure it's sustainably made. Yeah, there you go. Made in California. It's 100% cotton. It's uh, stone washed, 10 ounce brushed canvas. What the fuck does that mean? 12 ounce duck, duck canvas, canvas base and handles girl that's a lot of words to say tote bag but honestly imagine especially because of the purpose that this is for like she's making something that's not luxurious at all which is something you carry your groceries in and i mean that because groceries are dirty they're stinky you know if you're buying pasta sauce or something greasy and it just gets all over it i will jump off a cliff like literally if my 120 dollars emily mariko tote bag gets rails pasta sauce all over it it's over so why would you make something luxury that didn't need to be luxury? But then we have to ask the question, is this luxury or is this just the cost of sustainability in the United States? I have no idea anymore.
1: I don't think that it that's can't case. Possibly I think that, that it probably yeah. would still be more than the average person would want to pay if you were making this like... Probably like 60 yeah, bucks As like a something. small business and not... Yeah, exactly. Do I think she's upselling the fuck out of it? Absolutely. But I think she's doing so because one, she thinks she can because she has built this brand around this kind of lifestyle that's this clean eating and like just clean everything like it feeds into her brand and if people are buying it then I guess it brings us back to the mug thing it's like well people are buying it fuck get your money I think that there is a slight difference it is absurd because it's like you didn't add anything like there's no artistic value added to this yeah I think
2: that this is a difference for sure because it is not art number one I mean maybe she would think it is but it's not also she didn't like create them from scratch in her apartment I think that would be a totally different thing too. I don't even think she designed these, like she bought these wholesale and then slaps her branding on it. I don't know if it's white labeled or not, but what I will say is most of the time when you as an influencer get a chance to have a product in any way, like I'm talking even working with brands and not doing it on your own, you tend to get to help choose that pricing. You know what I mean? You, you let them know like, hey, yeah. I don't feel comfortable selling something for that much to my followers or let's bring it down up, etc. Depending on what you want your profit margin to be, because the brands or the manufacturers get their own and then you get yours. So I think that she definitely, you know, pumped that up there so she could get a nice healthy profit. But I think that, you know, there's a difference between what the Pottery Girl was doing where it's like you're just kind of displaying your art. You went viral for that. You have a following because of that. And an influencer that's popular for a completely different reason kind of using that following to shill something like this. Like this is a little different in my She's eyes. She's kind of selling this like merch. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's her Emily Marie tote bags. And it falls perfectly in line with her Content, which is going to the farmer's market every fucking week and getting a bunch of expensive groceries, (laughs) which I mean, slave, you could do that. But if you have fans that can't afford it, that sucks for them. Well, that's why I said the influencer thing, because some people might feel like they want to buy it a little bit extra, even if they don't need it, because it's Emily Mariko. And she's you know what I mean? That is where the uh, maybe she shouldn't have you know, done this comes in versus with art. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's a luxury. You don't need that. But I don't know. I feel like this is such a blurry line. It's also weird. Ultimately, does it really come down to if you can't
1: afford it, don't buy it? Yeah, it really does. Like, who cares? That's what I was gonna say. I'm like, do I think she is being a little extra doing this? Yes. But like we said earlier, if people are buying it, then I guess like, okay. But also like, why are people buying it? And is it unethical to sell things just because you know people will spend the money and. not balance that out with like how much is this really worth?
2: I couldn't imagine doing that. Like, I feel like even when you want to do merch and you realize that like the base that you could sell a hoodie for is like 40 bucks, it feels awful. It's like, oh my God, 40 bucks for a fucking hoodie. But it is what it is. Like some things do cost a lot to manufacture.
6: Emily Mariko came out with a $120 tote bag. Girl, no shade to Emily. Actually a little bit of shade to Emily. Get your bag, but we are no longer supporting people who are taking advantage of their audience and price gouging a product that you can get for a fraction of the price. As a tote bag, Connoisseur, these are all the tote bags you can get for a fraction of the price that our number one hater approved. Here, And I'm ready to go. I couldn't find any manufacturing info on Emily's website. So it says that they're made in California, but I'm not sure they could just be assembled in California and made in China, which who knows she's not being very transparent with that. Save your $120 and buy a tote bag that'll last forever from a heritage brand that has a great warranty.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of this though comes down to the people that are mad aren't necessarily the people that would have wanted to buy it. They're just people that, like, didn't even really care who Emily Mariko is. And they're just like, oh, my God, can you believe this influencer is doing this? Rather than people are that are like, I am a huge Emily Mariko fan and I can't afford it.
2: Yeah, I definitely think that these types of situations, similar to the mug one, draw in a big audience that wouldn't have necessarily been a fan of that person or bought anything that they put out anyway. They just It wouldn't have affected them at all. Yeah, and to that I say, you know, it wasn't made for you. This tote bag was not made for me. Okay, I'm never going to buy this tote bag. I'm never going to buy that mug. And I'm okay with that. I will sleep at night being like, okay, fuck it. Now, if it was a bunch of Emily Mariko fans that felt like they got it and it was a piece of shit or something like that, it'd be be a little different different story. Yeah. But seems like with all these fancy words that uh it's pretty decent quality. It's not like she's literally selling crap.
1: So, we shall see when people start receiving their tote bags. I think what people will find is like you could probably buy a very comparable tote bag for much much cheaper. Oh, absolutely.
6: So, I got influenced and I bought the Emily marico tote bag for $120 and I did work an overtime shift to afford this. And I'm going to show you guys what it's like compared to my regular Trader Joe's tote bag. That cost me like 10 bucks versus 121. So let's see um, how this goes. All right. Cool. Comes with a fancy little sticker in the middle. And here it is the $120 tote bag. Here is my Trader Joe's bag on top of her bag. It's definitely bigger. And when it comes to it, the actual fabric, it's actually the same. I cannot tell the difference. And I got one pocket in the front. Her bag, one pocket in the front, but for her, she has an additional pocket with a zipper up here with her name on it, and there's nothing else in here, and that's really it. You're paying like an extra hundred eleven dollars, or ten dollars just for extra pocket, her name, and it's bigger, and that's really um, that's really it. I worked overtime for this. Um, I have been influenced.
1: But if you don't want it to say Trader Joe's on it and you want it to be pink, then slay ah. on, Queen. <laughs> that's, that's your prerogative, You don't I get guess. your eucalyptus
2: yeah. tote bag. If it, if it means something to you, I'm happy for you.
1: Well, actually, you cannot because they're sold out. My biggest curiosity is how many were there available?
2: I don't know. But even if she sold 20 of each, that's a lot of money. But anyway, that's pretty much it. That is our is this too expensive portion of today's episode because um, our next topic is not about the price of anything, but it's uh, one of your favorite people. Aren't you I'm a huge Miley
1: Cyrus fan? Yeah, I mean, I'm not like a, I'm like raving about her all the time or really talking about her very often, but I just feel like Miley Cyrus has been someone that we've really grown up with and she usually doesn't disappoint me.
2: Like I, I like most of the things that she does. I used to be, I don't know if I've ever said this on this show, I used to be such a Miley Cyrus fan. Like when she was Hannah Montana, I would have Hannah Montana Wednesdays. I had Hannah Montana comforters. My entire wall was Miley Cyrus posters. I was so obsessed with her. I would watch paparazzi videos of her every day when I came home from school, and I was like, I'm gonna be her best friend.
1: Well, and also I feel like because you are a few years younger, that I felt like I was like just old enough that like I was too old to be watching Hannah Montana. I still would tune in once in a while. I wasn't as big of a Miley Cyrus fan until like uh like Bangers was my first like. Oh no, I was off the train by then.
2: But I do wonder how much I have on my Facebook because if I could find some evidence, I'll. Show you guys, it was good.
1: Well, so what I was gonna say also, though, is that she kind of like before there were influencers, I feel like she kind of towed that line a little bit because of like Miley and Mandy, and like she really got into like the you internet. Her scene, Jack so it makes sense that you would have collaboration. I had that bracelet. It makes sense to me that you, especially like your age, would have been like oh, super yeah. gung ho Miley when she was doing all of her internet stuff, and she was like against like Selena and like no, that was the hot team.
2: Both Selena and Demi against Miley and yeah. Mandy.
1: I know. I I just like. Miley, I think she seems like a good person. She also doesn't usually have a whole lot of drama. Like, she's not, like, in the headlines for reasons that it seems like it's her fault. Mm -hmm. And this has been something that I feel like has been lingering for a while. But it's that she no longer is on, it seems like, speaking terms at all with her dad, Billy Ray Is it because
2: he became a rapper? No. (laughs) Because that was embarrassing. Has
1: he? Uh, Yeah, he
2: briefly rapped there for a minute. Strange times. Kind of like Farrah Abraham's mom. (laughs)
1: well it's weird because i feel like you almost forget that he was like a star a a famous singer before yeah like that he was like huge before miley cyrus ever came around but then in recent years she definitely has like outshined him and like everyone's kind of forgotten about billy ray then there's this um so her parents were married for 30 years miley's 30 brandy is 36 and trace is 34 she also has brazen who is 29 and then noah Who is 23. And pretty much Trace and Noah are the only ones that also have followings of their own. So, just age wise, actually, that's an I didn't even see that Brandy was 36 before. So, Billy Ray and Tish got divorced. I don't have a date on here, but it was in the last few years they got divorced. And that was after they had been together for 30 years and they seemed to have like a relatively amicable divorce. And I don't think there was any issues with the kids and like picking sides or anything. But Then, Billy Ray recently got remarried, and it actually came after Tish got remarried. Tish, I didn't find this out until very recently, got remarried to uh, Dominic Purcell. Did you watch Prison Break? No. Oh, I did. It was a great show. He's 53. Oh, God. Is Billy Ray's girlfriend, like, 12? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Tish is 56, Dominic is 53, so that's very normal age difference, and they seem very happy. I think they're cute together. I loved Prison Break, so live your dreams, but... Then we look at who Billy Ray Cyrus married uh, a year after Tish got remarried, and her name is Firestone. Firestone? Isn't that a brand of, like, grill? No, that's a tire Fire brand. It's oh, it's Fire Rose. Fire Rose. Sorry, not Firestone. No, the slander I mean, and the defamation, honest mistake. Lily. Fire Rose, not Firestone. But it was close. Uh, her real name is Joanna Rosie Hodges. So, not fire rose but that is what she goes by now you is fire rose cyrus fire stone. you're acting like that's a huge i difference. know but <laughs> it really is
2: when it's a whole ass fucking oil no, changing it, place it's not the tire brand you're right
1: yeah <laughs> how do you think uh good old billy ray met fire rose
2: she was the president of a
1: miley cyrus fan club That would have been way worse probably. But um, no, he met her on the set of Hannah Montana, which a lot of people have run with and said that she like played her stepmom in an episode of Hannah Montana or she was in Hannah Montana. And I'm here to say that that is not true. She was never in an episode. She has never been credited as being in an episode even by her actual name, Joanna. That said, apparently they did meet on the set. She was there for an audition. Um, This was in 2010. Yeah, he was married. Yes. Correct. His first encounter with Fire Rose came when he was taking a break with his dog on the set of Hannah Montana. On that given day, Fire Rose came out of the front door. There was almost a moment of, I don't know, recognition. I was like, this girl's a star. And
2: can we get her age?
1: Because She was 22 at the time. Oh,
2: okay. Come on, that, that's way more
1: relieving. Okay, so that makes Fire Rose how old right now? So she is 34 right now. So she's a year older than me. And Billy Ray is how old? He's 62. All right, okay. So she, he's 27 years older.
6: Mm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, someone else says this would place Fire Rose at around 21 years old when they met.
2: Which is not grooming or anything of the sort obviously so it's not like no. anybody and I'm sure there are people maybe painting that picture and Miley
1: doesn't like
2: this is that why she's mad
1: yeah apparently Miley's not a fan and when you think about the fact that she's 34 but Brandy is 36 <laughs> no
2: it's weird it doesn't get me wrong. Weird. I would be so annoyed at my dad my dad is 65 years old if he dated someone that was 30 I would tell him he's gross it's not illegal it's just weird okay so she doesn't approve of this marriage is there any other traceable fact that could be the reason why she is not happy with Billy Ray and not talking to him or is this it?
1: It's well and so then also notably she's not talking she hasn't talked to Noah anymore either. Oh. Noah has picked the side of her dad. Well I mean listen if Miley
2: really is just mad that she's young and that he met her on the Hannah Montana set do I think it's valid to think it's weird? Yeah. Do I think it's a reason to not talk to your dad? No. I don't think so. I mean who am I to fucking say? I but think
1: there has to there I, has to be more. There must be other things behind the scenes that people are not talking sure. about but it is interesting that it seems like the kids have very much pick sides. Yeah,
2: I mean, that happens in a family because believe me, I know sibling fights. We, we've we got them. Ugh, it it kind of breaks my heart, though, because my dad's 65 and I just can't imagine really anything causing me not to talk to him anymore just because these are like fragile years of their life. Like they're on their last quarter of their life, probably. And it's just it's kind of heartbreaking.
1: Okay, so he got engaged in August of 2022 and they got divorced In April of 2022. So it was like very quickly after. Well, that's
2: a more complicated thing, I think. Because from when someone says I want a divorce to when they actually get that completely filed, it's a long time. They were probably separated way before that. I mean, it's quick. But but just
1: another aspect to why Miley might not be okay with it. Maybe, but her
2: mom also got remarried. I don't know, there's probably way more to it. And Billy Ray, he's always given me an interesting vibe for sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's more to it, especially if Noah took his side. But the reason we're talking about any of this, by the way, is because the Grammys just happened. And um, you know, Miley
1: had some things not to say for her dad. This is her acceptance speech.
6: I want to thank everyone that's standing on this stage right now. Tom, Tyler, Michael, and Greg. Our teams, my team, Crush, Columbia, my mommy, my
2: sister, my love, my main gaze, because look how good I look. Uh, Anyone
6: else? Your wife, your fiancé, all the people that we love. Thank you all so much. I don't think I forgot anyone, but I might have forgotten underwear. Bye. She doesn't just not thank him. She's
2: like... Did I forget anyone? Nope, didn't think so. Okay, bye. Yeah, the pause kind of tells me everything I need to know. But honestly, family beef, it happens to celebrities. They're just like us. Like, I feel like everyone can
1: relate to that. I have family beef all the time. For sure. No, I think the reason it's been like something people are talking about is because what I said earlier, she's not usually the one trying to stir up drama. Even if there's drama around her, it's not usually her that's the source of it. And this definitely was like, she did this as a slap in the face. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. I hope it works out for
1: them. I think it's really sad that There is family drama. I don't wish that upon anyone. But did I laugh at this? Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean... The fact that she was, like, your fiancé, your housekeeper, your exactly. exact accountant. Like, she it just was, like, everyone in very intentional them. shape. Yeah, for sure. Um, but she slayed very hard. Side note, um, her performance and stuff. She did really good. And she was so happy to win her first Grammy. So congrats, Miley.
1: My friend sent me um, her performance. It was, like, the amount of times that I've watched this and I hadn't seen it yet. And I even just the, like, beginning of it when she's like, why are you all acting like you don't know this song? <laughs> I just, I love it. Yeah,
2: her. she's great.
1: And I'm glad that she apparently didn't join that cult that we talked about a while ago. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, good for her. She looks so good. And she also, um, I feel like the older she gets, looks so much like her mom.
2: Literally, she looks like her clone. It is insane.
1: Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I never used to see like more of like just, oh, blonde hair and like big smile. No, they are twins. Last quick thing is when did the Billy Ray rapping thing happen? I think a while
2: ago, a few years ago, he did some weird rap song.
1: Because I know he's like been exhibiting kind of weird behavior in the last few Few years And I feel like a lot of people have attributed that to this new fire rose, love interest, girlfriend, wife now. His behavior has seemed to change as well. So that yeah. could speak to some of the stuff behind the scenes.
2: Yeah, I think he was just having some sort of weird like midlife crisis when he rapped. Anyway, that is it for our topics, but we can go to, we love the internet, our little fun segment really quick. Yes. I do have one today.
1: I'll try and pick not a dog one this week.
2: Okay, so mine has some captions. I need to preface this for you guys because what was happening is this whole family wanted to prank their daughter or this girl's sister, like it was the sister and then the parents were there sitting at the dinner table because she was bringing over a guy. What they wanted to prank her with was they wanted to put a bunch of tinfoil on the table and pretend that the way they serve food is just by dumping it on the tinfoil. And it's just such an obscure prank. Like, it's just so silly. And it's like, why would you even think of that? That it just, it really made me laugh. The angle is a little low because she was trying to be incognito, but um, it's so funny.
1: Oh, I just forgot it for my thing. I'm sorry.
4: The tin foil?
1: Yeah, we had it for, like, hot stuff. What?
4: Mom has trivets. Yeah. It has what the hell, Mom? I, uh,
3: if you being so real, what okay. is happening?
0: We're not going to change What food. are you doing?
3: We're not going to change this. We're going to eat because we have coffee. Me? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. We don't do this.
6: This yes. is not real. We do this. this is not fucking real. My, that
4: can be my I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take one. Thanks. Okay, go. <laughs> <Thanks. None. laughs> Wait, I'm also
2: no. her boyfriend or whoever the guy was, was excited and like catched a dinner roll. It's so funny because it's literally not something that's unfathomable. Like if it did happen, it's not like they're plopping it straight on the table. They put tinfoil down. The part that actually made me laugh was when she was like, just trying to be like, this is its not real, it's not real. Because like, how do you even explain it? Like, it's just, it's something that's not bizarre enough to believe that it's not real. You just think they're a little fucking weird, which I just love harmless pranks like this.
1: I don't even think I would be reacting as much to like be trying to explain it to the boyfriend. I would just be like, what are you doing? Like, I would just be so confused that it was happening to begin with.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what she does in the beginning, where she's just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you dumping that whole pot on the fucking tinfoil? I just, I don't know.
1: That's Anyway. Funny. No, I appreciate that.
2: It was between this video and a very, very funny nine-month cruise review from this guy who went on it for 18 days. Oh. So funny. I will save that for next week.
1: And I started to look into that one time, and we ended up shifting topics before I finished. So I don't know how unhinged it's gotten, but I feel like i've seen a lot more about it lately
2: oh yeah i mean why would anyone want to be trapped on a cruise for that long doesn't make sense to me
1: well i mean i think also though you forget it's not like they don't dock and like get off places
2: a lot of times they have not been able to dock and they've had to like miss a ton of their ports oh see see, it's like i didn't know that
1: oh okay i have one i was trying to avoid dog ones but this isn't a dog it's a different animal
2: the fuck is that? A wombat. What is a wombat?
1: Whether or not this is like a wild wombat or not, I'm not sure. But are there non-wild ones? I mean, people have domesticated them. It's not suggested, but... Uh, is it like an Australian raccoon? I actually think it is Australian. That's well, it's always course. gonna get the follow-up because there is just the uh, name.
2: Wait for it!
1: <laughs> Look at him, he's like a little baby. He comes in for cuddles every night, you know? and then he just holds up like a little baby.
2: I know nothing about wombats, but. I'm glad that one's happy.
1: Okay, so right afterwards, an almost identical video pops up on my For You page, but it's just like a smaller wombat and a smaller human um, that is holding it. Come on, Reg. What is with these people? On your couch. <laughs> this guy, it's like he owns like a wildlife thing. So this one made a lot more oh, sense. Okay. I don't know about the details of the other up. one, but <laughs> it's this little girl oh. and she has the one. It's dummy like the her. same That's
3: video. Take your dummy out. No,
5: don't give it to Reggie. Put it on the floor. <laughs> Good girl.
1: And then she feeds him oh. with a bottle. Tickle, <laughs> tickle, tickle. Oh my gosh. Give him
3: kiss. Mm. And then I've seen other videos him. where
1: they like tried to let him go. And he oh, like cool. a couple days later he came back. And now it's just like he's there with mm. them all the time.
6: He's a little piggy.
1: Well, that was
2: cute for what it's worth. That, I know nothing of wombats, but that was sweet. Kind of like little koala bears or something. They don't look super cuddly. They Like they seem like short hair, like it would be really rough or something. But you know, Australians seem to enjoy it. So good for them. Anyway, that is all we have for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you made it to the end, we do appreciate you as always. And yeah, have a great weekend, you guys. And as always, we will see you on Monday. Bye.
5: Cheers.